Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hold on. I'm coming back, y'all. Got to work this thing. I'll tell you what. This computer stuff has really taught me some things. Okay. So we're going to. Why is this lagging? Oh, my gosh. Okay. We coming, y'all. Okay. We're going live. One, two, three, bam. It is going live. It's slow. Oh, okay. We're live. Welcome to No Weapon Formed. Welcome to No Weapon Formed Against Us. Tonight, I'm so glad that we are here together. We have, tonight we're talking about relationships. We have been, uh, this is the month of February, and February is love month. Y'all know that, so... Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, the love relationship on a couple's perspective, not just, uh, you know, what the husband say or the wife say, but we want to know what the couples, what you feel about certain things. And so um, this is, I, I call it sister, it started out with sisters talk radio, but we open it up to brothers too, because we, the world don't revolve just around the sisters. So we are no weapon formed against us. Uh, because that's what it is. God has uh, allowed us to be here, and we're thankful. And so tonight we have, I'm going to let Sheila introduce her guest first. And she's my co-host. I want to say welcome, everyone, to uh, No Weapon Formed Again. Uh, just so happy to be here with you, with each and every one of you. We're so glad, we are so glad that uh, you decided to be with us tonight. Tonight I have some special guests. Uh, these are individuals that I know, uh, they're like family to me. Uh, in the top mm -hmm. corner is going to be a very young couple, Myron and Robin Hall. They're from and uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. And Robin, mm -hmm. she works real estate and houses, and, and, and she's a counselor with housing. And also Myron, he is a professional barber. Just wanted to put that out. And uh, they are, uh, they've been married for five years. That's the little information I do know about them. And they don't have any children yet. Our next couple is uh, Shonda and Ernest Reed the third, and they hail from Louisiana. Both of them come from the state of Louisiana, but they're Ooh. here in with with me. Yeah, we, we attend the service together and had an awesome opportunity to meet them, and they are a stellar couple. Just you know, just stellar. Uh, they're down to earth. Uh, they've been married for 26 years. April coming up. April, I believe she told me April 26. Yes. It's what? <laughs> it's what? 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 It's what we're looking for and what we want our audience to hear from you guys, a few little life lessons, you know, little gold nuggets that you want to impart, you know, a little bit of wisdom, because in this day and age, commitment is like a curse word. 
So we, we, we really appreciate you all coming on coming on board and then opening up and giving us, uh, you know, love and relationship from your perspective as a married couple. So I turn it over to you, Marla. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, beautiful couples. Um, on down here we have, I'm going to introduce the baby couple first. Uh, we have Reginald Bell Jr., along with his beautiful wife, Michaela. They've been married, I think, five years. No, seven years, seven years. They've been married seven years. They have two children. I think a girl and a boy. Am I correct? Because I, mm -hmm. I don't keep up that well, so forgive me. But they are a beautiful couple. He is a minister in the gospel. And, and they've been married, and he's he was in the military. I think you still are. You're... No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. But I know he went into the military and everything. So I don't know a whole lot about Junior because, like I said, I left there when he was a baby. So, But anyway, I've been keeping up with his mom and dad, and they are Reginald Bell Sr. and Evangeline Bell. And I've been knowing them for, man, ever since Kiana was born pretty much. Well, right after Kiana was born. So what is she, almost 30 years or 30, something like that? <laughs> yeah, so because um, Jasmine's 30, Jasmine to be 31. So yes, we've been knowing each other that many years. We, we met in a church, the church that they still attend back in Washington State. Um, and then um, they are a beautiful, beautiful couple. And as God, as I was thinking about couples to invite, you know, I, there was a few that that came to mind, but they were they were at least number one, two, or three. Because one thing, and I don't mean to look say it like that, but the thing about it is, I was looking for longevity couples, couples that. But I also wanted to somebody that was going to be real about being parents to five. They have five children. They raise five kids on their own and I've seen them go through their struggles of times and I've also seen them prosper God has prospered them and so they have been I you know I haven't been in their household I can't say what goes on behind closed doors nor will I ever try to but the thing about it is they have lived an example outwardly where I can see that their example has been good they are holy filled uh, man and he's also an elder in the church and she's a deaconess I believe at least she was. She may be an evangelist by now, but praise God, um, they are a wonderful, wonderful couple. I'm so blessed to have them in my presence on tonight. So, um, uh, Sheila, I'll let you ask the first questions. Well, I wanted to start out with this particular question, and of course, this, this is uh, to each couple, and uh, uh, we ask, I just want to ask the guys first, uh, the men. I will address you as men, and I will address the ladies as, lady, as the ladies. How did you know she was the one that you wanted to marry? This is to the guys. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a loaded question there. You can kick it off my ravine. How did you know of the doors? Well, me, I'm going to say the first, okay, the first day that we met. Um, we talked for a little while on the phone. No, I was just kind of you know, trying to just to get to kind of figure it out. So um, we got together that night, and we must have sat out there in the car and just talked from, I think, 9 o'clock and I think 9 o'clock at night to, like, 6 or 6.30 that morning. We were just, like, just really just, like, mm -hmm. you know, just the conversation. So I'm like, okay, I mean, the conversation that we were talking about, I was like, this could be, I mean, she could be the one. She actually could be the one. Okay. 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 
Dale Jr.? Uh, let's see, I was in high school, I think it was in 10th grade. And um, I remember actually that summer year, I told my parents that I wanted to date a, a senior that year. So, <laughs> so uh, we were at a basketball game and I seen her and she came walking and I was like, who is, it? Who is this? Who is this? Who is this girl? So the reason why I, I would say that I knew she was the one, she was one of the first girls I actually uh, approached. Instead of having like a um, the girl approach me, I actually approached her and I wanted to know her even more. And that's when I knew that she was the one I wanted to be with. Amen. All right. I like that. I like that. So you pursued her. Amen. Go ahead now. Good. All right. It happened with me about the same way. Uh, I saw my wife. My world, I saw her walking down the street, and I just told her I was going to call her. And knew her number, and I called her that night, and it's been great ever since then. So. Amen. I mean, when you see the person that you you, you love, hey, you just got to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, go for it. Amen. Uh, All right, Brother Ernest. Well, um, I uh, I went to the loft and God found me, and uh, I began to understand that um, I needed a wife. So um, I got saved, and I decided I needed to settle myself down within my own mind because I was at a time in life where. I felt like it was time for some reason, and uh, I desired to have a wife, and so I began to pray, and so I could have that time to pray and to really see God, mm -hmm. I understand what the relationship with the woman was, and you know, the relationship, and you know, ongoing things, but I knew that that wasn't it, so I began to pray and seek the face of the Lord, and uh while I was in church. I didn't see this young lady here uh, to, to my right, maybe to y'all left, but uh, this is the one, um, she's the one God said that uh, after I told her that she was, this wasn't gonna work, the Lord spoke to me uh, in my apartment and told me, because uh, mm. I, I was dealing with her um, through the church uh, after a, uh, a meeting, we had, uh, it was a Christmas, a party, a Christmas ball, and they said, well, you know, the single people can ask somebody to go if they didn't mind going just to, you know, during the Christmas season, and um, so uh, we went, um, you know, we had a chaperone, which I thought that was awesome, because I wasn't used to that, never, <laughs> you know, experienced anything like that, um, and we had a chaperone, one of her girlfriends uh, from a while she had been knowing her and uh she went with us and uh from that time we began to conversate but uh prayer was the most essential thing because after i decided after we talked that wasn't it and uh because mm -hmm. i had asked god for a wife when he knew i was ready for one because believe you me i wanted to do what i wanted to do how i wanted to do it how i was accustomed to but the lord um after our conversation was couple of weeks, maybe a month or two, uh, and we had, you know, different times we met.
things at her home. Mm. And, uh, you know, I told her I was, this wasn't going to be it. And uh, I woke up the next morning and the Lord spoke to me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, call her and tell her you love her. And so that's what I did, because I was feeling like, you know, this wasn't going to work. So I called her and said, well, the Holy Spirit told me to call her. <laughs> 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 that's what, you know, God will do. That's Amen. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, ladies. And that was every brother. Did brother? That was awesome. I don't think brother Bell. I don't. I didn't hear brother Bell, the singer. Did I? Yeah. He yeah, I said something. Oh, okay. Because the mouth, the mouths, the mouths are not moving, so it's kind of like I'm trying to guess the, the people okay. talking. I, I don't know what's going on with this connection tonight. It's not that good for some reason. Now we can, we we are connected to you. We can see you very well, and we can hear you very well. Really, the yes. movement's yes. good. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, on my end, it's messed up. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so that's the reason why I can't, I really can't follow y'all that well like that. But anyway, praise God. So my question since, or was you still, were you going to ask another one, Chief? Well, I wanted the ladies to answer. Oh, go ahead, ladies. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to hear the ladies. Go ahead, Sister Shonda. Oh, let me see if we can get the page back. Because my husband had moved to Kansas from Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to Fort Riley, Kansas. Mm -hmm. And it was a whole other scenario that was going on at the time. But what was going on, it was like the people that was all involved in it, everybody got saved. You know, it's like you come in to do one thing, and then something happens. And so the people that was involved in when he was, you know, they all got saved, and we was all in the same church. We ended up being mm -hmm. neighbors living in houses together. And so I was just saying, God, what is really going on here? This is the craziest thing that I ever had to put myself in a situation. And my bishop, I remember my bishop, Robert, he, was, he passed away just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. But uh, bishop, we've been in that ministry for 20, so the whole time we're married, uh, bishop married. But so he, we were going out the door one day, and bishop began to tell me, he was like, um, if that's what you want, then you let God know what your desire is. Because in my mind, I had asked God for a short person that I could just tell him what to do. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for somebody 6'9", you know, okay. <laughs> but that's what I want. So God gave me what I wanted in prayer and not just what I needed. I mean, he gave me what I needed, not what I wanted. Amen. And in prayer, we ended up realizing that this is, this is the, the, what God has put together. That's Amen. Great. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I'm going to say, is uh, and I say very respectfully, Miss um, Bell, um, I would say Mother Bell, Miss Evan Mother Evangelist Bell. Evan <laughs> you could.
that I have is in a relationship in a relationship how do you all um, deal with conflict in your home when it comes to um, not not no knock down I don't mean knock down drag out type stuff but just conflict in your home um, maybe with with those of you all that have kids in raising the kids or uh, you know those that don't have kids well you know how do you deal with conflict in the home are you all there? Oh, okay. Can y'all hear me? Oh, this is horrible tonight. Can, can y'all hear me? Hello, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, this is horrible. Okay. Okay. So I was asking, how can you, how do you all deal with conflict in the home as the, as the, I'm going to ask the husbands this first, as far as um, dealing with conflict in the home, maybe, maybe y'all can take a subject as far as maybe like children raising kids, or maybe a conflict on, you know, somebody feeling like, oh, you get your way all the time, you know, those types of things, because you got people out there in, in the world that are dealing with these types of things, like, you know, um, how how you how do you deal with it? That's okay. That's okay, Junior. Junior is still a young daddy. <laughs> so so um I'll let you answer first, Junior. How do I I conflict so for example the children? Like sometimes you, you can have uh coming from different households as far as like raising your children, how we raise that can sometimes be a conflict i would say the best things to do it is uh as far as like uh disciplining your child mm-hmm. a that can rise up i would say the way that we dealt with it was compromising okay you you see that as a, a good way to discipline a child i see this as a good way mm-hmm. now we meet in the middle of it being a good way as far as expecting the child. So like a time may arise when the child is maybe screaming, mm-hmm. are we gonna go to the child uh, with the belt or are we gonna go to the child talking to the child? Okay. I would say uh, we're gonna talk about how we're gonna go to the child so that when we do discipline the child, the child's not confused or the child doesn't take sides. We mm-hmm. all agree on how discipline the child as far as conflicts i see that can maybe be an example yeah especially in a new especially when you come from different backgrounds that's very true because we we got to realize that a lot of times when we marry um there's sometimes there's different cultures that are involved you know um and 
you know, those are those are real issues, you know, especially when you're, I mean, I know like in y'all's case, well, I can't speak for y'all personally, but, you know, sometimes in the church, you know, we've been taught to, uh, you know, spare the rod and spoil the child. And then sometimes you come from other situations where people are like, well, I never got spanked when I was growing up at all, you know, and so, <laughs> so you have those two different, you know, <laughs> two different ways and, and that, that can cause conflict, you know, because I mean, um, yeah, it definitely can. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, brother, uh, brother um, Reed. what God wanted. He already knew what we were going to do and how we were going to go about it. Mm-hmm. However, it's it's the, the way we develop a way to go through it together. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. We're here. We hear you fine. Hello? We hear you fine. We can hear you. We can hear you, brother. Are y'all able to hear me? Okay, so something's probably... Okay, go ahead, brother. Okay, um, go ahead. Um, I'm going to ask... Go ahead and... Um, Mr. Hall. I think in dealing with conflict, I guess, you know, within a marriage, mm-hmm. you, I'm going to say for us, what we do is we, we try to, you know, come in, you know, cool, you know, have cooler heads, come to each other, not waking no hours because it's easy, like I said, to wait for hours and you be like, no, I want to talk to you, I want to speak to you, I say, no, no, just. Know, just you know, just keep getting mad at you know, you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So what we we have really make ourselves uh, talk to one another, you know, and try try to see, I mean, where we can have some type of reason, you know, in, about the situation. Right. So I mean, you really, you I mean, you really have to, like I said, really have to come with a calm head. But I, I mean, what I do is not all the time. You know, I'm guilty of that sometimes, but. I try to be, like I said, really talk to God, you know, ask, you know, ask, you know, what do I need to say to my wife or what do I know and what, I mean, what do I say to her? Right. But not only, not, not only her, but this, you know, really just to, you know, any, just anybody, period, you know, what do I say to this person to make, you know, to make it right? Right. And what about you, um, Brother Bell? Uh, senior? Senior, Bill. Are y'all hearing? When it comes to conflict, this is horrible. It never does this. All the time, and um, that's a. Oh my goodness, this is horrible. 
We have frozen. This is horrible. I'm so upset. It's not, it's breaking up. Oh, this never happens. What's going on? That's really good. That's really good. Robin, what is your um, most important attribute in relationship? Well, for me, for me, it will be character first, mm. and then communication. Mm. Because you have to have a good character. That's you right. To know that you're a solid person and be grounded. And so that was the main thing that drew me to him. Was once I did get to know him was I saw his character. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew that he was the one. Amen. 
great answers. I, I'm sure somebody in the audience is being uh, being helped so much. Amen. Do you have something? Um, Michaela, Michaela, yeah. how are you doing tonight? Um, first of all, how how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 27. 27. Praise the Lord. Yes. Good for you. Um, so <clears throat> at, <clears throat> being a being a um, of another persuasion, I'll say it like that. What is the one? Of, and I'm just saying that because there are going to be biracial couples that are going to, you know, mm -hmm. as well. What is some of the biggest um, hurdles that you've had to come in coming into a marriage um, with a uh, African-American young man? So on my side of the family, mm -hmm. and same with his side, I mean, on my side, so I'm full Portuguese, everyone on my side, they have never been with an African-American, mm -hmm. like my entire family, I'm from Rhode Island, so oh, when wow. I brought yeah. him back to Rhode Island, they all were just welcoming, I mean, we didn't Praise really God. see it, and then same with his side of the family, it wasn't like, it wasn't a big deal, it was just, Amen. just we're all humans, right? Yeah, that's how, and that's the important thing about our kids, too, is that I'm trying to instill in them, like, they are black, but they're, they're both. Right, so I right. Know, I just see it as that, and when we lived in Ohio, um, we lived in Ohio for three years, and there was a lot of races compared to Washington, where we are now. Mm -hmm. In Washington, there's a lot of biracial couples, but when we lived in Ohio, it wasn't. I used to get comments, like, all the time when I was pregnant, and just... Yeah, it's definitely, I don't know. I don't really see it as a challenge because, like, when I first saw him, I didn't see him as his skin color. I saw him as the character he was. Amen. You know? Amen. So, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's so important because it's important for parents when, for, in my, the way I feel about it personally, is if I'm going, if my child brings home, and I say it like that because husband, you know, my son still, my son deal, uh, is dating a, a biracial lady, you know, and uh, they've been together for seven years. And I'm like, you know, I have no problem with it at all because that's who he loves, you know. And so if we just became, if the world would see each other just as God sees us, right, you know, yeah. as just being who we are and who and whose we are, then really we wouldn't have a lot of these, these problems in society anyway. But it is real. It is, it does happen. You know, I live in, I'm in Texas right now and you can go to Southern Texas and it's totally racial. Then you can come up in Dallas or Houston and it's, so you get all that. It's, it's real. And so I brought that up because it is a real, it's real out here in the world that we live in. And I'm glad you said what you said because it really doesn't make a difference. It really shouldn't make a difference. When you love somebody, that's what it's all about. And that's what it should be. And if God gave you him and he gave you, you know, he gave you him and he gave you her. And you're treating each other. That's right. You're treating each other right with respect and love. That's what it, uh, that's what it means. I mean, what it boils down to. But I wanted to touch on um, the perspective that you see in um, the perspective that you have as a married, as a married couple. Um, when you look at other people, now I personally, I've been divorced a couple times, praise God. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, I still, the things that I, if I knew what I know now, I'll say it like that. But, you know, I also tell people, you know, that sometimes you put yourself together with a person and God don't really do it. So 
you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, it's one of those things, but I, I praise God that, um, God is bringing me through the situation he's bringing me through. But when it comes to marriage and staying together, uh, I guess my question would be, um, have y'all ever gotten to points where it's just like, I'm out, I want to be out. And how did you deal with that? Well, for me, I'm going to just say in the beginning, mm -hmm. I got to that point. We both kind of got to that point, like in the first year or so, because uh, I was mm -hmm. in that same situation you were talking about. I had put myself in a situation, in a relationship, mm -hmm. and then it just went south. Mm -hmm. So then God brought him to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I need, he knew I needed him at that time for what I was dealing with and what was going to be ahead of me. The person mm -hmm. that I was with wouldn't have been able to handle that situation. Mm -hmm. So God really placed him in my life at a time that he knew I was going to need him. Amen. So the Bible's right. A man that findeth a good thing. When he finds a wife, he finds a good thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what it. It sounds like that's what it means. That's what it's been bringing in y'all's in this couples is he that findeth a good a wife findeth a good thing. And what is your good thing? Anybody want to answer? It's your wife. But what I'm saying is, what makes her a good thing compared to someone else out there? Because everybody can, you know, we all got eyes. You know what I'm saying? And you can find. If you look to the left or right, you can find somebody that looks good, but they don't necessarily be, they not good. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they're not the one for you. Right. They're not good for you. Go ahead. That's real good. That's real good. That's real good. Evangeline, you look like you wanted to say something. I do. What, what, what I've heard from each marriage that the first, the, the, when you ask how do, I, how do we know they found a good thing, mm -hmm. what I've heard in each one of us is that they heard God. 
saying she's the one. He's the one. Whichever way it went, God told them something. Yes, yes. And I know, you know, and being being saved and, and being under God and hearing what he said, that thing ever could have happened to me and my husband. You know, even um, he was the church one. He was born in the church, raised in the church. Mm-hmm. I was not. Right. I was right. church. looking at you like really when that's when uh, uh that's when you get defeated is when you start listening to that other heathen you know what i'm saying so <laughs> the, yeah because really you know really it's not once god once you are married god ordains it he blesses it you know even if it's not something he put together he really does and if we choose to walk away um there's a price to pay and see, the thing about it is what, and I can speak on that part of it is it's a price to pay when you do walk away from situations. And, um, you know, it's not always an easy price to pay. Now, God does forgive and keep, thank God for his forgiveness and thank God, you know, because he does, he does still bless in your mess. You know, he, he will, you got to get it straight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't say he blesses in your mess, but he blesses, even though you messed up. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. still blessed. And so I'm grateful for that. Um, Sheila, go ahead. I know you probably have another question. And I'm sorry for the way this has turned out tonight as far as the, no, this is, as far as the, the, the um, you know what I'm talking about, the computer part of it. Uh, I, but I also realized we having a storm going. My husband was just telling me we got a storm going on. That's probably what's going on. I didn't even think about the outside weather. But anyway. <laughs> So anyway, I, I, I would say uh, I would I would also I wanted to pose another question, and uh, and then I want I want to make this statement first. Uh, one the one thing I am enjoying about tonight is is the transparency and the realness mm-hmm. because as Mr. Oh, Shonda yes. said, church is our life, mm-hmm. and a lot of our learning, what we learn, how to be, what to do, what not to do. It's taught through church, through church, because that's where we we go. You know, that's where our life Amen. is part of our life. Just like our job is part of our life. That's right. And if we're not shown, if if, if it's not being told, the younger generation, mm. if they're not being told how to handle conflict, <coughs> not even being told, if they're not being told that, yeah, you're gonna have the beautifulest wedding in the whole wide world, but <laughs> now you take the white dress off. He take his wife to deal with each other. Y'all are in the house together. Yeah. Look, you in the kitchen, right. he in the bathroom, and you thinking like, my God, I don't make the work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these are the things that young people need to understand. 
understand so that they can understand that life comes with challenges. Just yes. like, okay, I'm the single on the whole in the whole bunch. But even as a single life, you have to <laughs> I always say you have to be mature in relationships. Mm-hmm. When you get ready to get in relationship, you have to be mature. I love <clears> what <throat> someone said about you gotta be solid first. If you expect him to be solid, you need to be solid. If you ask him to be truthful, you need to be truthful. If you ask him, expect him, if you have great expectation about him, don't think there's not a great expectation about what you should be doing. That's right. You know, That's because right. sometimes this generation feels like, well, he got to come with all that in a bag of chips. I need to meet the 8,000 guy. He yeah. The thing is, it's unrealistic expectations. Right. And that's what I love about the conversation tonight. Because in life, life is real. Mm-hmm. You have to decide mm-hmm. to partner up. When you make a decision to partner up with a person, it is just like your marriage vows. And what did they say? For better or for worse. For richer or poor. For worse, sickness, and, and health. Bad, good, rich, poor, lack, flowing over. Till when? Till death till you part. And that's the beauty, you know, that I see tonight is a total commitment to each other in relationship and to the person that you're in. Mm -hmm. No, you're not going to like that person all the time because you're just not, you know. It's human. We're human. But (laughs) I don't like you all the time, but I do love you. Yeah, thank you. You know, we don't even like our sisters and brothers all the time, but we love them to death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm happy that you all are on. Amen. Sometimes I'm people grateful. in the audience is, and sometimes young people don't understand that anything worth having is worth going through the trouble. Yes. We go to every day, we get a paycheck, a career, a military career, doctors, lawyers, teachers, everything that we do. It's hard work. Something. It's called a sacrifice. That's right. That's it's right. It's called a sacrifice. You've <laughs> got to put the work in. You've mm-hmm. got to put the work in. And so we're looking at five years of work, 30 plus years of work, seven, seven years, years of work, mm-hmm. 26, 25 plus, you know, years of work. Yes. And, and it's worth it. And, and that at the end of the day, you know, you have to say that no matter what the conflict, the situations, it is worth it. And my question is, and this is what I want to, I want uh, each of you, if you can describe, the, I mean, as a couple, describe a healthy relationship, what you, in your perspective, what is a healthy relationship? Mm. I've got now I've got my own I've got my own perspective about what a healthy relationship is, but let's go with uh the senior, senior uh Bell. Senior Bell, brother senior Bell. Bell, senior, Bell Senior. Bell senior. 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 <laughs> uh, healthy relationship I would say is uh not domination but negotiation. Oh, oh that's okay. good. Uh, that's good, bro. Like that? Yeah. I like and, that. Uh, not domination. I'm going to write that. Make marriage fun. Make marriage fun. You know what? I, can, I inter, can I interject real quick? Can I interject real quick? And I'm only going to say this because I've been knowing them all these years. But Sister Bell still looks at you just like she did 30 years ago. Just, I mean, honestly. And, you know, she have a cute little name. She had a cute little name that everybody started calling him Honey in the church because that's what she called him, Honey. She's always called him Honey. And, you know, I learned something from that. You know, honestly, and I can say it now because 
He's upstairs. <laughs> but but I did learn something from that because even though they're younger than I am, I don't I don't know how by much, but they're they're younger than I am. And I remember when, when, you know, I used to look at Sister Belle, you know, she had, it seemed like babies was just, they was just coming. Remember Belle, Belle, we like Belle pregnant again, <laughs> you know, but, but to God be the glory, you know, because I learned a lot just watching her, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't one of those busybody people in the church. Hello, hello, somebody. She wasn't one of those kind of people that had, kids had to be everywhere at all the, you know what I'm saying? And you learn from people like that because she, I could go to her. She do girl can do some hair now. She can do some hair, go over there, get my hair done. Bell ain't talking about all the other people in the church. You know what I'm saying? But, but the kids were learning that behavior from the mom and dad they have at home. You know, they didn't see all that kind of crazy stuff, you know? And, and I look and I say, you know, it's not to put them on, I don't mean, because I don't know the rest of y'all personally, so I can't speak on everybody, but I can speak on them, and I wa I would watch stuff like that, you know, and I mean, I left the church, I left, I mean, I left the church they go to now, but it was my season, it was my season, and I did what I had to do at the time that I did it, at the time, there was a lot of stuff going on, I ain't got all day to talk about it, but anyway, <laughs> but God has been good, and I watched him, I watched them raise children with literally brother bell working and sister bell not working raising them kids i don't mean them kids but their children <laughs> their children and i watched her not complain you know what i'm saying i don't know what she did with him behind closed door but she didn't go out and complain about what honey didn't bring home or what honey didn't do right or what her she was always encouraging her husband and i saw that i saw that as a young woman she was a very young woman when they got married. I don't know how young, but she was young. She was young. But, you know, and that and that is a lot to speak on after 31 years of marriage, that they still, that she still looks at him like that's her honey. You know what I'm saying? That's her honey. And and I just hope that Junior Bell and Michaela, you I'm sure you learned a lot from just watching your mother-in-law and your father-in-law. You know what I'm saying? Be that kind of woman. You know what I'm saying? Be that kind of woman. Yeah, don't emulate. Don't don't do everything because because your marriage is different, and we got to learn that as well. A lot of times we we want our kids to be just doing exactly like us, but God got their own plan. He got a plan for you and you that may not be just like mom and dad's, but but at the same time, when it's a when it's about God, when God is the head, He gonna run that marriage the right way. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sister uh, Reed and Brother Reed, um, do y'all have children? Yeah, we have three grown children. Three grown children? Okay, okay. So, so um, what would my question be with grown children? Are you grandparents yet? Yeah. Praise. Amen. Amen. So, and the Bells are grandchildren, uh, grandparents as well. And I'm a grandparent, obviously, as well, too. And so, um, you know, even with grandparenting, it, it comes with a different role in the, as you're married. Can y'all speak on what, what that's brought in your life as far as the difference between raising your kid as a married couple versus coming in and being the, the grandparents now? 
He said. Bell, you, uh, Sister Bell, y'all like to talk on that part? No, I think she want to go back to the part where we was talking about the uh, healthy relationship. Oh, go ahead, Sister Bell, what you got to say? <laughs> no, I wanted to hear what everybody had to say about what makes a healthy relationship. Oh, did, who didn't? Okay. A leave of absence, right. That's really really good advice. And it's funny because I have told my husband, I said, you know, you when we first got married, we struggled a little bit because you know, but anyway, I would say we don't have to fight to see who's right. Because being right don't matter if we if we hurting each other's feelings in the midst of it. You know, we don't have to fight for being right. Let's just let's just agree to disagree and keep love there because if, if once that's gone, once you start uh, going into areas you don't have no business going into, talking under your, you know, talking about you, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. Then we crossing the line, and you should never call anybody out the name, you know. And people, people don't. Sometimes when you raise, you don't, you hear that growing up, so you think it's okay to say, you know. But I, I, I say, whoa, whoa, when you get called certain names, you know, you can't, you can't always recover from that stuff. So, you know, you got, so that's what, that's where Sister Bell was talking about. The respect comes in, you know, you got to keep that respect. Um, the, the, uh, the reads. I would like the younger males to, to talk yeah. on that too. Yeah. The oh, healthy relationship, in your opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for a healthy relationship, so, I mean, we've been together since we were young. I mean, how old were we? I have the worst memory, <laughs> and I'm pregnant. So like, my my brain is like 
No, I'm just playing. <laughs> so, when we got together, like, we had, like, we had a relationship before, but it was, like, nothing really serious. Um, so, I feel like, obviously, like, when we, it was, like, our first grown-up relationship, and then we mm-hmm. ended up getting married, like, right at, after. Um, but I think, for me, I think the biggest thing is having a role model, like, my in-laws, to be honest, because I love my mom, but my mom does not have the best, um, role models in marriages uh, and relationships and I was kind of mimicking that before I met him like I was in a relationship before he was it was just dragging me down and then when I got out of that I moved across town met him I don't know I just think having role models in your life too is so important and I have friends that look up to us we actually have like a um, an older couple in the church, like they reached out to us and said that they looked up to us, even though we're younger than them, but mm-hmm. they looked up to, to us and they're fighting for their marriage so they could be where we're at. Amen. So I feel like, I don't know. Go ahead, you go. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. Healthy, make sure you both on a one accord, like the Bible talks about being unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. So you always want to make sure that you're both on the same on the same page. You're both thinking the same both have uh, both going the same direction. And yes. Both, make sure you're both growing together, together. and not apart. Yeah. Amen. That's the biggest thing because we're young too. So when we're growing up, I feel like we've had friends that got married and got divorced, unfortunately, and you saw them growing apart instead of growing together. And I think that's the biggest thing is I have grown so much and he's grown so much just from where we were seven years ago when we first you know, got married. And I used to be this little four foot eleven hot tempered person that used to just freak out over everything, and now it's like I'm gonna pray about it, and we'll come back and discuss. Amen, it. sister. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just changed. Like he mentioned that to me before too. Like just how I. Yeah, I guess it's like patience and just becoming older. And our in-laws are literally like my in-laws, not our, but. They're such a good example for us. Like, no, I don't know how to explain it. Like, they're, they're, they're really good role models for me. For me, for me personally, this is all he's ever known. But for me, I've seen it completely opposite with my parents, um, divorces and breakups and everything. So having those type of role models, and then I will go to my mother-in-law and be like, oh, my gosh, he's irritating me. She's like, girl, that's exactly what his dad does. We were just talking about, like, leaving laundry on the floor. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, why does he do that? But I would rather complain about him leaving his laundry on the floor than him out in the street. You better say that, girl. Amen. Amen. My mother-in-law always told me, you're complaining about this. You would rather be complaining about him not putting his dish in the sink than him out there in the street. And I said, you know what? that's a perspective that's a perspective that you really can grow on because there are there are those of us that have had to deal with that and when you deal with that that is i mean i my husband now he don't do not i'll be like you don't go nowhere yeah they have some but you know what i've had it the other side too before and i tell you one thing if somebody had a spoke with sister bell speaking your life honey please for real so um, I, I don't want to talk about too much of that. But anyway, that is a blessing. That's a blessing to have someone to speak into your life like that. 
you know, a lot of a lot of people don't have that, you know, so that's a blessing. Um the reads hunt uh hit the relationship. Yes. What does the relationship look like to you? Reads. You said the reads? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm glad she brought that up because I my pick came in next because we didn't both have healthy um and marriage. <laughs> you know, people overlook it. We didn't have a healthy relationship to look at. So but I think it's important that you have mentors in marriage, that you have mentors in relationships. If you don't have anybody that you can go to you want to your girlfriend, your single girlfriend go back to your husband's issue, that's mistake number ten thousand and one. So I think having a mentor and then our relationship grows from the mistakes. A healthy relationship is gonna have some mistakes in it, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And so what we've done, we've learned from those mistakes and then have somebody to go to and say, This, this and this, you know, our pet peeves used to be finances. Because now we're both retired, so it's almost as well. We've never had to be home at the same time. We were military. I'd be overseas, we'd be five thousand miles apart. We got long ribs for us.
hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars that you stop <laughs> and, and we already discussed doing something. Those are things that need to be discussed beforehand. Because if you know you got a pet peeve, then you know, okay, it's no reason for us to be going through this here, you know, because um they, the husband is the head and he has to be able to lead. Because if he don't and he let his wife not go out there with no good shoes and her dress is 17, 18 years old, and her husband don't do nothing, she gonna she gonna know something about that. But it's his responsibility to make sure everybody's clothing in their right mind. You know, it's sort of like what God I you know, like that. He does for us in the spirit. He says, yes. About to preach, brother. So, <laughs> that's, that, that, that's the important thing to, to make this thing, to make it balanced, to make it work. That's right. You know? Even though sometimes the scale looks like it might tip, it's still mm-hmm. going to be balanced because we're doing our part. We'll be open, we'll communicate, and of course, as the other couple said, we're coming together and pray about it. Let me pray about this and we come back together. But Here never you. forget mm-hmm. not to come back together. Integrity is very important in a marriage. Excellent. Yes. Yes. But it starts with I, don't it? Because you, everybody runs through dry spots in a marriage, you know, and, and and if you don't have the friendship and you don't have the honesty and integrity to go along with it, that's what that's where the division comes in, you know. And and my grandparents were married um, 62 years, but I grew up in foster care, so I really wasn't around them a lot growing up. But I I, I as I got older, I started becoming more around them. And my grandfather used to always say, um, he said it two marriages too late, but praise the Lord. He said, <laughs> he said to me, he said, just don't go to bed, don't ever go to bed angry. Don't ever go to bed 
where you're sleeping in two separate places because pride takes over. And once pride takes over, it takes you longer to, yeah, then you start doing this more. And, 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 and that's something that I'm holding on to now. We we're, we're getting ready to have our 19th anniversary this month. And I'm, and that's something I hold on to now because before it was like, Oh, you want to go sleep over there? Gone. You know, <laughs> gone. I don't need, you know, but I, I praise God because He's allowed, He's allowed me to change. And just like I was saying that it, the uh, the I word integrity, um, you know, you learn, you know, God has done a new thing, and so because of that, you learn that, you know, the little fights and the little disagreements don't mean anything if you're not, if, if you're going this way the whole time. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, man, you can't, I, I guess what I'm saying is I feel in my, in my situation, I feel like that you shouldn't have, you, you can't let pride come in the way of your marriage because once pride hits, you know, pride comes before the storm, you know, before the, before the fall and we can't be haughty. You know, I'm always right and you wrong and I know more than you. Me and my husband are the same age. We our birthdays are a week apart. I'm older than him, but you can't always be the one that's right all the time. You got to be somebody got to say, "You know what? It don't matter. It don't matter cuz your pride can't destroy everything." Thank you for that. Thank you for that, bro. <laughs> Yeah, because it's true. I, I mean, I learned it. I learned it late, but I learned that. I, I really did, you know. And so, um, but I appreciate y'all. Uh, I didn't. I don't want to take up too. Part of it is you keep learning. Yeah, you're ever you're learning. learning. You keep learning. Yeah, right. it's always a learning process. Yeah. 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 And then you change every year, so you're gonna constantly be learning something new. And then if you ever in a situation. Amen. It, what it help you? Does any of you all have um, stepchildren? Is anybody in that type of situation? Nobody. Okay. Praise the Lord. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, well, you mean blended families? Blended families. Exactly. Blended families. Exactly. Family is very blended. Amen. Amen. It's very blended, and uh, but they are my children. Praise the Lord. That's what I, I, I. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> amen 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 that can be difficult that can be a difficult situation when you first get together but god can work all things out for that as well um which uh are you asking is blended Um, well, I, I, I really don't, I think it's a character thing, honestly, um, because in, in my situation, and I can only speak for me, I brought in three teenagers when I got married to my husband, my youngest, well, she was, she was 12, but I mean, everybody else was teenagers and it was, it was difficult for them to accept the situation but they knew, I feel like that and now that they're grown, they really, they love my husband. They love him. And he, but I, one of the big things was he didn't have any children. He never had any children. We have our, we have one together and she, she'll be 16 soon. 
but she didn't, he didn't never have, he never had children. And so for him to get used to the way kids are now, you know what I'm saying? That's whole, this whole, that, and then they were coming from, they were coming from just brokenness a little bit, you know, with the whole divorce and all of that kind of stuff. And there was some stuff, you know, with not, not accepting at first, you know, we were both in the military, so we both had to go off to war. So that was a whole nother, another ball game. You know, it was, it was a lot of difficulty going on, but you know, God did see us through. And my, my, one of my daughter, she come down from uh, Colleen. We live in San Antonio. She came down for, uh, to Colleen the other day and she just left yesterday. And she was just telling me, she said, you know, I really am glad you and Owen married. You know, and she and her dad's still living. She she loves her dad to death. But I always one thing I always can say as far as me, I married my ex-husband with grown with with teenagers as well. So I've always had that blended. And even those grown kids, well, he lost a son. But even my grown uh, blended daughter, (laughs) um, my husband now had actually accepted her and brought we she came and stayed with us. Here at this, I mean, at the house in Maryland for um, six months with her husband. And so he could have been really nasty and be like, that ain't my child. You know, that ain't even, that ain't even your child no more. But because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but he was really, really good about it. And I just praise God because he, he already knew I was a foster parent before all of that. If a kid say that they part of my family, they part of my family. That's just the way it is. And he's accepted that. He's accepted that. And so I'm grateful for that. But I think it's hard. I think it's hard to for women and men. It depends on the child, the 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 other parent, you know. Yeah, the other parents, all of that. Sometimes it even goes down to in-laws. Sometimes you have an in-law that doesn't treat that child the same way you would want that child treated, and that can be an issue. So you know. Mm-hmm. And that takes truth, God. Uh, it does. I mean, it's like our kids and their kids, my, my kids and your dad and his wife, we all get together. That's with us. That's how we are. It's like, I mean, we just all hang out. We don't even, you're, you know, it's just one of those, they see the God in us, because neither one of them are saved. None of those kids were uh, kids of faith, and, but they see the God in us, and it makes mm-hmm. it easy for the mm-hmm. kids to just feel like, oh, you know, they're going to be fine. husband came and spent Christmas at our house with us. It, it just doesn't matter that, you know, they were there. They, 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 my kids had a father before he came in the picture. And even though, and we respect it and he comes to, he comes to this house and he respects our home and respects our marriage. And I won't have it no other way. And so with that being said, we are, we do get along really, really good, really good. You know, it wasn't always like that though. It's a working progress. A working progress. <laughs> I, I want to say that uh, the things that you all just shared, that those things are very pertinent 
uh, to this society because a lot of times people feel like they cannot come together. But one key word that you said, Sister Shonda, was <clears throat> agape love. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Agape love is a love of choice. You're choosing. Yes. You're choosing to love that person beyond what you know about them, beyond how you feel about them, for the, for the whole, for the betterment of the whole family. Yes. Uh, I was raised with senior citizens, and it was all about the family. And when it, when it, when things were done, it was the, it was the wife that took the load to keep the family together. She was a mediator. You know, she was, she, she, Proverbs she, she played a significant role in the, in the family, in the, in the, in, I love what you said about communication. Each one of uh, you guys talked about communication. Uh, Sister Michaela talked about going and, and praying about it. And that's that's what it was all about. Amen. You know, being able to say, Brother Bill, I have, I have a praying mother. I have a praying father. I have a praying mother-in-law. I have a praying father-in-law. Those are safety nets. Those are the mentors. Those are the people that you, you those are the people that we're looking up to and becoming, you know, because yes. you want to become a better version of, of Mm -hmm. of, of first of all, who God made you, you want to be a better you all the time. Amen. It's about always being in a position mm -hmm. to, oh, yeah. be, to be vulnerable, yes. to feel safe, to continue well, to change. And um, that's why I just, uh, I'm really appreciative of the whole broadcast. Yeah, this whole panel. Yes, the panel's great. You know, it, 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 it expands you. If, you. if we're all an individual little body, if mm. we stayed in our boxes, what would happen? Nothing. Nothing. That's right. Would there be any impact anywhere? No, it would not. No. Good impact. Mm -hmm. If you stay in your little individual boxes, but I really appreciate um, just every the, every nugget that has been said, uh, every bit of wisdom that has come forth. Um, I love uh, Sister Van. I love that. You know, the respect mm -hmm. factor. And a lot of times in these, in this, new millennium relationships, mm. Mm, it's mm, so mm. sad that a woman don't demand respect. Mm -hmm. That's right. Not, no. No, you're right. It. I mean, just will allow anything. And I, I mean, hey, this is some of me. You know, just will allow anything mm -hmm. to happen to you. Just allow anybody to treat you any kind of way. That was not even part of our, and I would say our DNA back in the day, in the 60s, <sighs> That that was one thing that was handed down. You let you you respect yourself and a man, you make sure you make a man respect make sure, you. Yes. You make sure you make him respect you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, at him. fifteen and at sixteen, fifteen and sixteen years old, oh you beast, you H, you whatever, you whatever. Call me out of my name. <laughs> that was something you wouldn't even be paid attention to. Mm -hmm. you, you know, just the way the, the, the lessons that were handed down from our senior citizens, you know, that that mm -hmm. art of passing it on has been lost because mm -hmm. you have young girls that they don't even respect themselves. And so mm -hmm. they don't even think they're being disrespected. Then somebody right. calls you a beast, call you an H, call you an MF. I mean, this stuff is real. Mm -hmm. And they don't think that that's, that's a problem when you can allow a man to say that to you, right. put hands on you, slap you, talk about you, you know. Down to you. Well, much of that's because of brokenness, you know, and when we start dealing with their brokenness, 
Mm-hmm. Yes. I made a lot of mistakes because I lacked teaching. Mm-hmm. I lacked being taught. I lacked putting that lesson into place. Now, yes. Not now. Amen. But I said, but now I got the lesson. And, and, and so we're able to pass it on to another younger mm-hmm. woman or younger female or, you know, uh, or young adult. This is what so we have so much to go against now mm-hmm. with the reality TV show. Yes. The Very good. The world is telling them what they think that's what you're supposed to be treated like. Right. We need mm-hmm. a reality show with Christian marriages and Christian women to say this is the way it's supposed to be. Them other reality shows that our young yes. people are just absorbed. Sister Sheila, I'm starting to hear something good. about that. <laughs> this is where you think our black women are really supposed to, this is the way they're supposed to act. How right. that matter? None of that is reality of what a woman is supposed to be treated like. Not a real Amen. Amen. That's real good. That's right. That's right. And we have. We've accepted so much, you know. Um, hey, I got a fun question for you guys. I got a fun question for you guys. <laughs> Listen to the good. <laughs> if you both were superheroes, what would what would what would your names be? If both if both were superheroes, what would y'all name be? You start with the young ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start with the start with the young ones. What would y'all name be? The halls. What do you say? The halls. What do y'all say? clarify it. Who's superior and who's conqueror? <laughs> oh, you the, okay. So he didn't answer. So he, <laughs> so, so he didn't, so we need, we need Brother Hall to answer. She looked at him and said, super conqueror. Okay. Amen. What you, Brother Bell? Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you didn't even come up with nothing on your own. No, they they transformers. Did they have transformers then? Oh, is it? Oh, see, I I got grandbabies. I don't be playing it.
Shonda, you got lots of praying still yet, huh? No, I'm just, I'm just playing with y'all. I'll get both of them. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. So, um, you all, I really, I really have to tell y'all, um, this, this broadcast has been very, very good. We're, it's going to be on the podcast only until I can get it retaped because, because of the, as they say, the wind and stuff messed up my, it was really messing it up earlier. So it did not tape all the way through. And I, I don't want to put anything on the air that's real choppy and nasty. So I got all the verbal, we got it on the podcast where your faces aren't shown, but all the, all the other stuff is there. Is that okay? I mean, I hate, we, we could actually come on another time and continue this because y'all have blessed our souls on today. Y'all are, um, huh? Mm-hmm. And this is just to leave. You know, I know we're getting ready to wrap up. Yes. But I would like to ask each one of the couples to um, just kind of speak to the audience from where you are right now. If you could just give one piece of advice to a couple that may be your age or may have been married the time frame that you met, what advice would you give a couple that's in relationship? If you could do that, each one of y'all. And then I'll let you take it and you can wrap it. Junior, Michaela. What I'm saying for uh, marriages like to 
beginning stages of marriages, I would say put everything on the table. Like let your don't hold anything as far as from your your partner. Let them know everything about you in the beginning, so that as you guys get through your through your marriage, mm-hmm. things won't come on, on you as a surprise as this how this person is or this how this person is. It won't. I guess surprise you in the way of you looking at that person differently. So in your beginning stages, be open with each other. Don't, I guess, hide anything that will come up, I guess. It kind of, in a way, make your marriage bad, but so you both know each other mm-hmm. openly. Like mm-hmm. There's no hidden parts about you, hidden in your other spouse, in the beginning. Amen, amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. Um, I would say a couple things. The first thing that I literally tell everybody is putting God first. I am a strong believer in that. If you want your marriage to work out, if you want your job to work out, if you want anything to work out, you need to put God first, no matter what. Um, like I've had friends tell ask, like, how long have you guys been together for so long? And I'm like, I'm serious. It's literally God. Seriously. Um, and then another thing is when you have children, you still need to remember to put your spouse before your children. I see it, it a lot, especially moms my age, like in their 20s, they are always putting their kids before their spouse. They're letting their kids sleep in the middle of you and your spouse. We don't Amen. allow that. We're, oh, man, good. That's real good. For, well, God's first, then it's your spouse, and then it's your children, and I feel like we are really strong in that when it comes to that. We we have to be good if we want our kids to be good. And I don't know, we try to be really good role models for our kids. And so I feel like that's really important to us is we need to make sure that um, the kids see that too. And as I think he saw that with his parents growing up, he saw his parents. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, if we're having an argument, I'm not going to go and argue behind closed doors. It's healthy for them to see. This is how you communicate, and then you see us come together. You know, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Amen. That was really good, though. It really was. Yes. Um, I would say, um, two th- I have two things. I see where it says no weapon formed against us is against us, but you know, what I want people as in a relationship or whoever's with you, don't think that your relationship is in a place where it won't be such or tampered with that you go, you don't need God because you think you have arrived. Always, always acknowledge God in your relationship. Amen. And the second thing is, as I do with my husband, I always check in. I say, honey, where are we? Not talking about where we're going or where we at in our relationship. I ask him that periodically, where he at? Because I be thinking he's still up with me when his mind is somewhere else. Or he's figuring out he don't want to be here no more. And we honestly go to each other. We, but where we at? I need to know where we at in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge him that he's still here. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. All right, sir. Brother Bill. I would say uh, always keep love first. Uh, never underestimate the power of love. I mean, because love is the center part of a relationship. I mean, because the scripture tells us that uh, 
Love is patient. Love, love is kind. kind. Yeah. And at the very end of that scripture, it says it doesn't hold grudges. It, you you uh, don't hold grudges. You forgive. Love is forgiven. So I was, and also I was in a relationship. Uh, like I said, make marriage fun and always uh, set aside a date night. It's very important to still date. I mean, that's what's going to keep you strong and that's going to keep communication because that's the way you started and you got to finish it the same way. You started out dating, continue dating in your relationship. Amen. That's good. That's good. The halls. For me, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, listen, be a king listener in your marriage. Because, I mean, because, for, I mean, for this simple reason here, if you're not listening or paying attention to your mate, if you let it go in one ear and go out the other ear, I mean, your marriage is, your marriage or your relationship is just anybody, period. It will be crash if you're not, like I said, paying attention to what the person is saying in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say to be learn what your spouse needs or wants. I know when we first got married, we were given a book called Love Languages, and that really does help so that you know what your your mate expects in a sense. Then you're better equipped to give them what they need, and that doesn't leave room for them to be looking for anything else anywhere else. Just so you all know, y'all can look at this um, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Deezer Podcast, on CastBox, on um, Podchasers. So, and there's a couple more. I don't know them, <laughs> but there's a couple more. So if you have any of those, you can just look up um, No Weapon Formed Against Us or Sister Talk No Weapon Formed Against Us. And you should be able to see it, or you can just pull up my name and see it. You can see the program. You can you can hear the program. I'm gonna try to get this. Like I said, I'm gonna try to get this taken care of tonight. Um, it 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 crashed on me. So anyway, to God be the glory, because y'all, because if it what if it didn't help nobody, it helped me. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. It helped me because we we you know there's times where even in a in a marriage after so long. You still, there's some still struggles every now and then with things because just like someone was saying, you're ever learning. You're ever, you know, just like we're ever learning in Christ Jesus, we're ever learning in marriages too. Because as as um, Junior, when you were talking about how um, how you're honest with a person up front and tell them everything, but change takes place sometimes. And as you're going through changes, you still need to, like Sister Bell said, check in. Where are we at? Because there changes happen, you know. Um, you marry, you you marry. There's no kids. All of a sudden, there is kids. That's a change. Where are we, you know? And so, uh, uh, 
you know, I, I brought a child into this relationship or, or, or whatever. So where are we? You know, it's a constant change. Grandkids come in the picture. Where are we? You know what I'm saying? Not that they're in my house all the time, but where are we? Where are we on this? How do we feel about certain things? You know, um, you know, so there's all kinds of I've learned. I've learned a lot just from sitting and listening to each. I, I see myself in, in each one of your marriages, to, to be honest, so far what you've taught. But to God, you know, I'm just grateful that you guys took your time out to be with us today. You didn't have to. You could have been any a thousand other places or doing a thousand other things. But to come and give us this time, we we greatly appreciate it. We will be calling you all back for something. Um, and just for you all out there listening, next week we'll be having a couple of pastors on. They're going to be talking about the proper loving relationships within the church. You know, church dating, church, all these different kind of things. So we're going to be talking to a couple. We're going to try to get a couple of pastors and their wives on or, or just the pastors themselves. But you know, we definitely want to deal with couples because it is love. This is love season, although we love all the time, praise God. <laughs> but I thank you all. I thank you all so very much. You know, I can't I can't even say enough, you know. I, I'm I'm disappointed with how the how the the technical side of it went, but to God be the glory. You know, maybe it was just for us and whoever's gonna listen on podcasts, because podcasting is a whole nother world out there. I don't, there's no way I'll know who all is going to ever hear this, but I do know from our numbers, it's pretty high in different, different podcasts are a lot higher than others. Um, we, a lot of people go on iHeartRadio and Spotify to listen to their stuff. So, you know, it's out there. So we just praise the Lord for it, you know, and, and we're doing it for the glory of God It's to help other people. It's not for ourselves because, you know, we, um, we can't do it all. You know, we're only we're only responsible for the people that are in our in our little area, you know, but I thank God that he's he's um, expanding our area by having podcasts. He's expanding it. And I thank God that each one of y'all have actually done this because it's getting it's stepping y'all out in directions that you may not have ever thought you'd really want to do. But, you know, when you get on here, and you start just being able to have conversations. That's what that's all a podcast is. It's conversation, you know. Get out there. Maybe you'll have your own. If you want your own podcast, I'm a podcast supervisor. I can do some podcasting. You know, if you want, if you want to get out there in that in, environment, I have a few more channels left on my on my station. So you know, I'm I'm willing to help anybody that wants to get started in that area as well. But you guys all are doing are wonderful people. I love I I, I love the Bells. I love the Bell Juniors because I know you all. But I I love you all. Uh, the halls and the reeds because you took the time you took the time to come out here and share your experiences and your perspective on marriage and you didn't have to do it and so for that we're grateful yes thank you for having and and junior you know you have a beautiful wife and and beautiful kids and i pray you and the in the halls i pray much much many many more years you know yes. when you get those seven years and those five years they you know before you know it you'll be on 19 like me and then before you know mm -hmm. it you'll be on 26 and 31 like your like the bells and and the uh and the uh, um excuse me the reeds 
and oh, you, yeah. uh, you know because god just keeps adding he just keep, as long as you walking where you need to walk with him he's right. going to continue to take you and i mean even though some of us have slipped back into ignorance god still yet <laughs> my daughter and my son-in-law have been married for 17 years and i'm just grateful you know it ain't been easy but i'm grateful i'm grateful because my daughter says all the time well mom you know i didn't learn everything bad from you you know she would say that because i would always say well, oh man i probably was a horrible example with this because i divorced my mom my daughter would be like no mom you were a good example you were a good example you were a good example even though you made some decisions but you were a good example because you never i you know she would tell me that i never hid it i didn't hide anything from them i let them know that life is real this is really what some of this stuff is and if you're gonna get your if you're gonna get your butt whipped or you're gonna be you know some you're with somebody that's doing some crazy stuff get away from them get away from them because in the church we we like to we like to say stay and pray about it yes pray about everything but don't stay and these are for people out there hearing this in in radio don't stay in an abusive marriage don't stay in a relationship where somebody's disrespecting and and doing things to you that's going to be harmful for you and your children. Um, you you sometimes we protect our spouse so much that there's things going on that we don't protect our children from. So just on that note too, we got to be smart in those areas as well. And so I just thank God. Y'all take care. And um, I have I didn't get to play the commercial earlier because my computer was acting so horrible i gotta get it in this is my son and he he gives he gave me permission to do his commercial i'm sorry wrong one <laughs> If it wasn't for your grace and mercy surrounding me, protecting me, where would I be? Ooh. If it wasn't for your grace and mercy surrounding me, protecting me, where would I be? If it wasn't for your grace and mercy surrounding me, protecting me, where would I be? Oh, your grace and your mercy keep me when I don't. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So with that ending, I appreciate y'all. Come back again. Anytime y'all have something that you'd like to discuss, 
Um, we're open for topics, so you can always hit Sister Sheila up or, or myself on topics that you'd like to come and discuss because we're open. This is about what this is about putting it out there for God's people and for people to to glean on something and so that they can become better people. And if we if we can get one person's mind changed, one marriage saved, one child helped, then yeah. we're doing something. So I thank God for that. And I, and I can and I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna go. And and my son is an example of this, and he probably will want to hurt me after this. But praise God, <laughs> my son got in trouble a few years ago, and when he when he got out, when he came back out of um, prison, he went to prison, and when he came back out of prison, God blessed him immensely. He's came in contact with with Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, all those different places, because I say, I tell him, I said, because you got to continue to keep God first, even though some of what you taping and videography in and all that kind of stuff may not be what I want you to do as far as like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a mom that loves the, you know what I'm saying? But I will support you as long as you're doing the right thing. And so I'm saying that because God is blessing in areas that I could not have imagined for my sons and my daughters. And so when you live right and you, you get it right, you know what I'm saying? And you do and you do those little things that to, to correct the mistakes or to go back and even if you can't redo things, if you can continue to go down that right road. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your sons and your daughters will, will come to the Lord. And I, I'm living that as I speak. I'm living God changing them. And I thank God for it. You know, uh, last time I saw Brother Bell, Dad Bell, you know, that's where my son was headed. Right, Brother Bell? You remember that? You know, mm -hmm. and, and I was scared to death, you know, and, uh, you know, I just praise God because he's doing great things in his life. And, um, you know, so God can turn anything around. Y'all out there in the in, in the world of radio land, God can yes. turn everything around. You yes, just have to learn to give it to him. You know? So take care of people. I love you all. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I will I will tag each one of you. I'll tag each one of y'all, at least the at least the iHeartRadio or one of the one of the one of them that come on the, you know, whoever gets it on their thing first, I'll tag it to you so you can at least listen and share it on, on your Facebook pages or your Instagram or whatever y'all do. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Great job, everyone. Great, great job. Great, Beautiful great, job. Great. Beautiful great. job. Great. Bye bye. Okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.